Welcome to the Point After Show with Kyle Maurer, Marshall Heslaw, and Ian DeWitt. This is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly NFL games along with some healthy debate about current topics. Let's go. Let's go, Lions. Let's, Let's go, Lions. Okay. Roar. It Let's is. go. I've never watched a football game for, with the Lions with Ian. Really? I this is my first. stress out. I have the game on, mm. so I won't. There might be frequent. No, updates. I hope I. I'm actually going to ask for the listeners when there's a big play to just go. Ah! I really would like you to do that. Okay. Just yeah. frequent updates as people are, uh, you know, already know the score of the game. No, I hope that they're not watch. I'm actually thinking some of our listeners will not watch the game and then only listen to the pod. I hope so. Those are the true fans. The updates. Those we are just, true fans. We just watched a back-to-back fumble into a Jimmy G interception, so that was wow. Fun. Love to see it. You do love to see it, right? Wow. No, we got to go on the emotional ride with you, Ian, tonight. It was. <laughs> we usually record at eight o'clock. I woke up at eight o four to a bunch of texts of "I'm on my way," and I'm like, "I'm not ready." So got some here we are. Questions for you guys. Questions for you. Hit me with it. I love public speaking and TED talks are, like, amazing to me. I've watched many, 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 many TED Talks. Bucket list to be on a TED Talk. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I actually... Oh, I actually you. <laughs> uh, Didn't you do a mini one? Well... The Jackson one? I or was, was actually, that when you were going to and then COVID happened? Yeah, I was accepted as a speaker for a TEDx event. Oh. But then the event never took place because of COVID. Ah, <sighs> uh, sad, 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 sad. But I love TED Talks. Do you guys have a favorite TED Talk? you've ever seen i've seen like a like i don't i generally don't have time to sit down and watch a full ted talk most of the time lions game though yes they're like 15 minutes max a lot of them are like seven minutes do you have a favorite but finding that kind of time i do have one though that has always that i will actually repeatedly go back and watch and the guy is australian Mm -hmm. and he his name is ted thump and he is a beatboxer Oh. And he did, like, he was demonstrating beatboxing, and he, like, loop like, so he had a looper on. Okay. And so he would do a lot of cool stuff, so he would, like, literally make, music, like, songs, like, full That's songs sick. with just his voice, and he would use a looper to kind of loop it in. Awesome. It was a lot of fun to listen to him. That is cool. Yeah. I like those unusual ones where someone kind of breaks the mold on stage. He has a couple, but I just like listening to Philip Zimbardo. Okay. Uh, he's a guy who did like the prison effects of like the Stanford prison effects um, and whatnot, and he just usually just has a really good way of describing things, and he's a great listen. I could just close. It's like listening to butter melt, just beautiful. Wow. I do love butter melting. I think. Um, <laughs> I hope somebody responds to this and goes, "What the fuck was Marshall saying with the whole butter melting?" I'm really tired, dude. How about yeah, that? It's like listening How about you? To butter melting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my, the, I think the two favorites that I can recall are one, uh, the value of travel by Rick Steves, uh, at TEDx Rainier. Of course, um, that's one of yours. The yeah. guy's the guy that loves to travel. I love to travel. And Rick Steves is like a, the, the travel guy and, uh, and just has like this great philosophy and there's a lot of good takeaways from his, and it's why, you know, this whole philosophy that like travel is, what does he say? Travel is like the antidote to bigotry or something like that like Whoa. You, wow like you can't be a bigoted person if you actually if you actually travel a lot and the other is um from roman mars this is actual ted talk 
Um, Roman Mars is the host of uh, 99% Invisible, one of the OG podcasts. And he did a TED Talk called Why City Flags May Be the Worst Designed Thing You've Never Noticed. <laughs> And it's an amazing talk, which I've actually watched several times. I love it. It's one of the, uh, he has a knack for making you care about things you never would have cared about otherwise. <laughs> I that's love what, flags. That's what makes right. a good pod, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, we're gonna come out here and and uh, get you to care all about uh, the Lions kicker today. Um, so, anyway, let's hit our mailbag, folks. What do you say? Hit us with our first question on there, Kyle. All right. We've got uh, a take sent in uh, from Nitesh Mystery, uh, and Nitesh is a Steelers fan who attended in person Steelers at Rams last week, and he just reported to me this week. The game was great. It was basically a home game crowd in L.A., so made the whole experience that much better. Short-lived, however, they were back to their frustrating, inept ways yesterday. Shake my head. Anyhow, highly recommend getting out to catch a game at SoFi when, if the opportunity presents itself, the stadium is something else. I've heard the stadium is amazing. I love yeah. hearing people I talk would, about oh yeah. stadiums. Like I, I think that that's, that's content that, I really enjoy. That is on my bucket list, is to go and watch a football game at every NFL stadium. Oh, really? I would love to do that. 100%. Sounds yeah. very difficult. That would be But incredible. that would be just amazing. It'd be a big undertaking. It would be. It would be. What about if it was to watch every team? You could maybe get everybody at the Lions over time. Yeah. I mean, that would be fun. I wouldn't expect to go to, like, a SoFi game and ex- or, like, a New England game and expect to see the Lions because that's going to just happen so yeah, yeah, rarely. Yeah. Right. I would just go to go. Yeah. But it would be fun. What a, um, not, I mean, the listener – or a podcast I listened to, one of the guys on there a couple years ago was a Cleveland Browns fan, and then he, after all the Cleveland Browns stuff went down with Deshaun Watson, he's like, I'm no longer a fan of them. He just bought an NFL hat and then just went to different games throughout the year. (laughs) (laughs) And I actually really respect that. What's your favorite team? NFL. (laughs) It's like the Rob Lowe meme of (laughs) him wearing the NFL hat in the crowd on opening night uh, a few years ago. Uh, I I think that uh, Pittsburgh – has really disappointed me. Last week I kind of touted, like, be careful, Jacksonville. You're playing an underdog home stealer game. Yeah. Tomlin usually wins these. And then they didn't just lose. I mean, I know they lost by seven points, but if you really watch that game, there was no doubt in that entire game. Uh, Kenny Pickett was injured. There's no doubt that anybody was going to win that game besides Jacksonville. Right. That, But, man, the Steelers' defense, though, is so friggin' good that they can keep themselves into most games. Yeah. Obviously that game near especially in the fourth quarter got away from them. I mean, you can only do so much after a certain point. But I've just impressed with the Steelers. Yep. And and Pickens was he's <laughs> pretty damn good. Yeah. He's starting <laughs> to move up to that like yeah. top 10 wide receiver lane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our next question comes from Addison DeWitt. Is Jordan Love a dud? Or does he need to acclimate still? He has his moments when you're like, hot damn, Green Bay did it again. But also, by the end of the game, you're like, shit, Green Bay really is bad this year. Thoughts, thoughts, Kyle? I want your thoughts right away. Uh, I I think it's too early to call him a dud. Um, We talked talked a little bit about Jordan Love last week, I want to say, because the Packers are kind of on a losing streak. And his performance has been a little underwhelming. The whole squad has been underwhelming. The defense definitely is underperforming. 
the offense has been pretty shaky, and Jordan Love looks like uh, kind of like a quarterback who hasn't played very much yet to me. Like, he hasn't? Eh, that's, that's just kind of my assessment. He doesn't seem like an uplifting talent, but is the potential there for him to be a highly competent quarterback you're happy to continue starting? Yeah, I guess I still see the potential. You know, Green Bay is the number one passing team in the second half throughout the NFL, and that's because they're losing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of an uh, underwhelming stat to know that his stats are usually coming from losing in the fourth quarter and third quarter. Just kind of like uh, maybe the opposite of like how Dak Prescott's stats aren't really impressive because most of him come when they're up 20 points in his Big touchdown throws downfield are usually when they're up 20 points. So I think Green Bay, that's something to keep an eye on in terms of what, how they're going to invest their money. Um, because we talked about how this defense was supposed to be a thing that tra- – their defense is piss poor. Right. Like, I know Kirk Cousins is injured, and I know um, he hasn't been having a bad season. But for him, him to tear them up with no Justin Jefferson, I get it. Addison's good. I, I, I get it. But that is stunning to me that they're carving up a defense that we talked last. They didn't lose a lot of players on defense. Yeah. Um, and last year we talked about that defense traveling significantly. So it'll be curious it's, to see how their money pans out and what they say we're going to put money behind. Yeah, Something happens. This is actually kind of what happened to the Lions even just a week ago with the Ravens, is when your offense can't stay on the field long enough, though, and your defense is out there for practically the whole game, yeah, like they they will get tired and they will just start losing. Yep, they they will just get worn down, right? So it's kind of one of those like, all right, our offense sucks and now it's bleeding into our defense. Mm-hmm. So unless they have like a lot of depth, like the Jets can almost get away with it because, you know, because of how elite their defense is, it's kind of the opposite yeah, almost for them. Their defense is ridiculously good, and they have you know, what is it, Brees Hall? Bryce Hall? Bryce Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's keeping them alive over there, right? And it's just Green Bay's in a rebuild. They gotta they just gotta kinda admit that to themselves and kind of work from the ground up. Yeah, that Jets Giants game. The first half, I was oh telling Kyle yesterday, God. the first half went as follows. You ready? Fumble, field goal, punt, 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 touchdown, miss field goal, punt, 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 fumble, punt, 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 punt. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a wrap. Did I think it was know? 24 punts. In to- the third most in an NFL game. The it's Jets, crazy. Everybody was sitting there like, we really have to have overtime. The Jets have won their last three games. And in each of those games, they have only had one, one offensive scored touchdown in each of those. Wow. Whoa. And one of those games, it was like 30 points. And that was mostly field goals. Wow. Jeez. That's and crazy to think. It's got to be the one where they had the one touchdown, though, right? Yeah. Um, our next question comes from Tim DeWitt. Papa Timmy, what about Purdy? <laughs> Three straight <laughs> losses. Uh, let's give you a little bit of a stat breakdown for Brock Purdy. First five games, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. Last three games, three touchdowns, five interceptions. They lost all three of those games. Mm-hmm. He has been uh, the just the Niners in general. I've been kind of struggling. I'm kind of bummed. We haven't had a commission report in a little bit. Do you think it's because they lost three times? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Funny I coincidence. Can't, uh, I hey. can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. We need your commission report, commish. All right. You've been called out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say for me, 
four weeks ago I was sitting here saying how the most impressive part about Brock Purdy is that he wasn't game managing these games. He was throwing the ball around to everybody on the field, throwing people open. And now here we are, not the case right now. Like he, he's definitely on the struggle bus and it's not just that he is being a game manager and doing a poor job. He, they're getting after him. Yeah. Like, is this what it looks like when McCaffrey, I mean, maybe, maybe Brock Purdy's hurt. Maybe he's playing through something. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's just a young, vulnerable human, and he three? loses one game, and his confidence is shot, and now he can't get back. No, he doesn't again. play for the Packers. It could also be that people were too quick to <laughs> crown him like the next great thing, though, too. It adds up to me. One loss, his first regular season loss, Aww. and now he's terrible ever since. He has lost to, I would say, all the losses are to either – Average to above average teams, though. So say what you will about the Browns. Their Browns defense is legit. And, and let's talk about maybe their opponent they just played. Tim DeWitt also says, does Cincy have its mojo back? And Eric Giannunzio gives the hot take that the Super Bowl runs through Cincy. After two weeks, we would have scoffed at that. Yeah. They couldn't throw the ball three, four weeks ago. I mean, they then Jamar Chase had a you know breakout party, and here's their offense. And Burrow looks just like he He looks... Yeah, I mean, he looks back to the borough cool that we got Joe. used to. Right? Cool Joe. It's, I mean, to say it runs through Cincy, I mean, there's a little town in Miami that might have something to say about that right now. Miami, which is what's crazy to me, is in the AFC side, Miami, and I would say I would agree. Maybe the Bengals are in that conversation of like I think those two teams are they are playing with more stuff than some of the other teams. Wow. I think Baltimore might have a word for that within maybe, their own maybe division. Kansas City might have a word. Kansas City has kind of been awkward all year. Do you think sick Patrick Mahomes is going to travel well, by the way? Yeah. Okay. I'm not They're concerned. playing in Baltimore. I'm not remotely concerned about the Chiefs. No? Okay. <laughs> now, here's, here's not the thing. On that Going the back to the Niners. I, this remember this, like everybody, that. by the way, because if the Chiefs get blown out in Germany, I want Kyle to remember that. All right. This is just kind of going back to the Niners here. I came across this, and it kind of blew my mind that this was a real stat that existed about the Niners. Wow. More specifically, it, it is a stat for uh, Kyle Shanahan. That team, the Niners, in the Kyle Shanahan era, are 0-36 when trailing by eight or more points in the fourth quarter. Whoa. Hmm. No comebacks. That's astounding. That is a team that cannot come back? And in case you're thinking, well, you have to look at those games – they are 1-30 in games when trailing by three or more entering the fourth quarter. Whoa, that's incredible. Wow. Isn't that just like, what? I don't even know how to explain that. That's a large sample size. That, and that, yeah. My like, mind is blown. I, I saw that and I was like, that is... A lot of these goofy nuts. stats they will throw out that you hear will be like, he's 1-4. When down by five yeah. at this point, like, like that's a, a lot of data like right there. That's a lot size. of sample size. Yeah. By the How way, before we he? before we move on about Super Bowl talk, like Jacksonville six and two, they're they're tied for the best in the AFC. Like, why why aren't we talking about Jacksonville? Because I mean, their wins are not impressive. They have not been blowing people out. They've been coming in and getting ugly wins, 
I think pretty consistently their wins look like kind of awkward, kind of sloppy, kind of close. Jackson, let me tell you this about Jacksonville, all right? In the month of October, they played five games, five wins. Two wins in London, one in Jacksonville, one in New Orleans, and one in Pittsburgh. Yeah. They won. They went 4-0 and in the span of 19 days. That That's impressive, Kyle. Oh, I know. Four out of five games are away. Two uh, of them asked, are in a different country. You asked why country. we're not talking about it. You asked why we're not talking about it. I'm talking because, like, they're not flashy wins. They're flying Do you think that the there radar. are two of them because they're in London early in the morning? Now everybody's watching them? I, I don't know. You, you asked why we're not talking about them. That was your question. Yeah. Do you think we're not like, talking about them because on? they're winning games in London? I don't know if that would. No, I, I would say I the big reason why is because they've been kind of trending that way. And the bigger stories are like, especially in the AFC. Like, Think of that game. They beat the Bills three weeks ago. True, but a lot more, if you remember, a lot of that conversation actually centered more about the Bills and their lagging, like the jet lag. And maybe I agree, and, and we joked that like the Bills could have lost by like 40 that yeah. game. I mean, there was that was not close at all, and they only lost by five. So Maybe you're right, Kyle. And I think especially in the Just AFC, maybe. more of the conversation has been dominated by Miami with how fast they've been playing and just like some of the scores they've been putting up. Some of the conversations been around, um, like, the Bills and what's wrong with the Bills and Burrow and what's going on with them. And then, obviously, the whole Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift thing has also been dominating. When you talk about Simone Biles dates one of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, really? Did you know that, Kyle? No, I didn't. We should be talking about that just as much as we are talking <laughs> wow. about Taylor wow. Swift and Kelsey because Simone Biles is beautiful. Yeah, and also tiny. Like, she's the size of a child. Totally. That's generally how. <laughs> and she's going and staying in a shitty town like Green Bay, in the cold. I love that for her. Green Bay is a nice town. Maybe I will have you go there before you. Maybe start knocking she's like secretly a terrible person because you have to be kind of sketchy to be a Green Bay. Addison fan. talked about uh, Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Oh, Addison, not sure if everyone knows this, but Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are still dating. I don't know if anyone's covered that this week. That's incredible! Wow. Yeah, thank you for that. It's a what good stat. The, yeah. I like the other thing. The longer the relationship here, goes though. on, like the better the breakup songs are going to be from this relationship. Did like, you see the really Broncos good. played Taylor Swift after they beat I the did. Chiefs? Yeah. I thought that was actually <laughs> pretty funny. That. I was yeah. like, you know what, fuck you guys. But then I'm like, I actually think that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> the more I thought about it, I was like, if I was the Broncos, I'd be doing the same darn thing. So, give it to um, right. Addison DeWitt also threw out a legit question for us. Is Jimmy G still the NFL's new mom thirst trap now that Brady's gone, even though he's not a winning quarterback? My thoughts are yes. <laughs> of course he is. Thank, thank you, Addison. <laughs> Who else could even threaten Jimmy? Gosh. I like it. It's Jimmy, and th- it's like. Tyson Baggett? <laughs> Bagel? Pa- pageant? 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 Something like that. PJ Haggle? Walker. I'm hearing good things about Will Levis looking like a stud. God, Do Will, we, Will Levis about, looks like he's at a mega. Trevor Lawrence has got some nice long hair. He's yeah, got the no, longest. That mop hair. He's not in Jimmy's league. He no no yeah. God, no no one's no. in Jimmy's league. Yeah, right. no one. I don't know. Like when I look at Jimmy, I'm like I'm lost in his eyes. I know. I know. It's true. Who would be the most like? I don't want to say ugly. I don't want to be disrespectful here. No, let's but. do ugly. Okay, who's the ugliest quarterback? Then? I don't know. Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, he's not playing anymore. He's not playing. Shoot. I don't know. That's a tough one. You're talking quarterbacks? Yeah, quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson. <clears throat> okay. I'm trying to figure out if you're talking physically or the whole person. Every, everything. <laughs> the whole yeah. thing. Everything. Right. You know, 
Lamar is great. Lamar is a great football player. Justin Herbert? Is he up there? Lamar is great, but I'm going to say Lamar doesn't like. I got the answer. Gardner Minshew. Come on, dudes. What have we been talking about? Gardner Minshew. You remember when he came out in that, like, fighter pilot for the game? The fighter pilot jacket? Oh, that's right. That guy has the vote. He's got my vote. All right. right. It's between him and Mac Jones. All right, next question. (laughs) Mac Jones. Doug Bloom. Is Jim Harbaugh going to coach in the pros after this year? You guys are both the uh, NCAA Michigan football fans. I'm going to let you guys talk, and I'll give my – He's a bigger fan than I am, Kyle. I don't really follow the news very very well, but I'm feeling like – Do you want me to catch you up on some of the news? It has become more likely. Recent events have made this a more likely prospect than it was before. For those of you that don't know, uh, the Lions are – the Lions. The Wolverines are in trouble for illegally filming uh, signs and stealing signs from games that they are not in. Nothing um, has been confirmed by the NCAA, but it seems like it's probably there's an investigation, and yeah. it probably will not. If the NCAA gave a ruling during this football season, it would be the fastest investigation the NCAA has ever had. Yeah. Um, and the hard on that they have for Jim Harbaugh, I wouldn't be surprised if they got it done. Uh, but to me, if they're stealing, uh, apparently it's something everybody does. Yeah. Uh, to the extent that they're doing it, I don't know if everybody does that, but. Um, it's definitely a competitive advantage, and so much so that they asked TCU about it, and TCU said, oh, we knew they were doing it, so we did all of the opposites of what we did, and we beat them by 40 points. <laughs> so They didn't beat them by 40 no, points. No, I'm just teasing. It's <laughs> like they, they started off destroying yeah, them, yeah, yeah. and then it got pretty close. Mm-hmm. But. So, uh, to me, my if I was a gambling man, I think they're going to – I think Michigan's going to win the national championship – I think they're going to get punished severely. They're going to lay down a big fine and scholarship, whatever, against Michigan. And then he's going to go to the Bears. Wow. I would love that hometown, for him. I would love that hometown for him. Hardball. I would love that for him. I would hate that for us. Because I actually think it, I think he's a great – like, I, he did great on the Niners. Who's cheating better than them? Right. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody's doing better than you of them right now. Right. Jamie Heslaw writes in, I would like to hear your thoughts on the Vikings. I know in our biggest news we're going to talk about Torn Achilles, Kirk Cousins, and Ugh. the Vikings. Let's skip ahead to it right now, guys. What do you guys – how do you feel about the Genuinely, Vikings? Genuinely, this is a hard one. Uh, this is actually really sad. I'm not going to lie. Because the, the Vikings – like, I know Cousins gets a lot of crap because, you know, is he overrated? Is he underrated? Like, what is he? The dude was balling out this year. Yep. He was having his best season. Yep. He's a very likable dude. Even, like, his teammates have even come out and said, like, just, like, how much they love the guy and how awful this is. I'm bummed that the Vikings are going to go down this way and, like, potentially Kirk Cousins' career because this is his contract year, I think, right now. Yeah. He's a free agent after this year. Yeah, what, like, he might be able to get picked up, but with a torn Achilles, he's 35. He ain't getting any younger. Mm. I mean, I know we talked about how maybe Aaron Rodgers could potentially be done. I think Kirk Cousins actually has a greater shot of being done. Kirk is younger, and Kirk is playing great. This is like the best we've seen of Kirk. He is, at this time, number two in the league in total passing yards. He is tied for first for total touchdowns. And fewer 
interceptions than Tua, yeah. who has uh, just as many. He has a fantastic passer rating. His completion percentage is high. His ADOT is high. Everything, he's playing really, really, really well. He's playing, like, easily one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Oh, 100%. I mean, it, if his name wasn't Kirk Cousins, you'd almost, just by looking at the stats, he, that that human being would be in the MVP race right now. Right. I'm, I'm not 100%. happy he's injured. <laughs> I am kind of not upset to have another wrinkle in the Vikings fans' misery. <laughs> Uh, I I reach out to Justin Matson, our our guy. Do you hate this guy? Actually, it's really funny. Like I truly, I didn't hang out with Justin a ton during college, but he's just a super nice guy and was just kind to everybody. And you know, getting to stay up to date with him and have something new to connect with him after college has been pretty fun. He hasn't gotten back to me. I, I hope Justin's all right. If he's listening to this, I uh, will probably get a week later. Uh, I usually need 24 hours to get a hold of him on big Viking stuff. So we'll probably have a week from now report from Justin. Um, but as somebody who's a Notre Dame fan who, like, always has a new wrinkle in my pain, it's just good to share that with somebody. It's This is what I've kind of noticed is there's only really a select few amount of teams that exist in the NFL that really bring you any kind of hope. Like mm. maybe something could happen. This year, like, right. the, like, did I you think, hear the rumor who they're trying to bring in? Who? Jameis. Winston. Oh, interesting. It's a lot of momentum f- from both camps. Want him? Lasik James. Like, <laughs> uh, the Vikings want him. He wants the Vikings. He wants yeah. a shot to prove himself. I don't know if you've seen kind of the stuff on the sidelines of him talking to Alvin Kamara. Basically, whenever there's an interception, they go over to Jameis Winston to see his reaction. He's basically like pointing at people going, I would not have done that. I would just not have done that if I was in the game. Maybe problematic that I'm uh, trying to imitate him. But I'll be curious to see who they get because I think the Vikings are going to be sellers uh, by the end of this deadline uh, tomorrow. They yeah. could be. They but should they could, be. They, that's the thing where it's kind of tough because they could talk themselves out of it. They're not a sunk team. Like, look at their schedule for the their next few games. They got like four cake. or five very easy winnable games next week or the next four or five weeks. Yeah. Then why would they be sellers? I just think that that is there's such a big gap between Kirk Cousins who, and whoever the next person is that's going to be there. As much as I hate on Kirk Cousins, it's a big gap. So our next question, I really want your guys' answers is, it's a good one. What do you think Dan Cam- Campbell dresses up as for Halloween? The Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. But it's blue Kool-Aid, oh. baby. He is, he is the exact type of guy who would bust through that wall, too, and just be like, oh, yeah. You don't think you'd put on, like, a big old can of soup? Wow. Nope. Soup. Get like a can of soup. Super like Bowl? Campbell's Soup. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that was the joke. That was the quietest. Oh, you don't think, oh. <laughs> Actually, you know what I feel like legitimately he would go dress up as? I think he would legitimately dress up as the Lions head football coach. Oh, wow. And, and just a, I can't see him as that. But I could – well – Open your eyes. Um, <laughs> you are watching the game. Um, and I think the other thing that he would do would be walk around with a big basket, a Halloween basket with kneecaps in it. No candy. I could see that. Just I could see him dress up as a ref. 
Just sport in the, wow. the zebra. I actually wow. could see that, too. I could see him do that. Like a little Mike Hockley look yeah. going on there? What if he dressed up as, like, Tony Romo? Final question from Dan Brooks comes in. Uh, should the Lions make a trade before the trade deadline? If so, who should they get? If so, who should they get? Defensive end. You got to bring in, like, oh, you were yeah. talking about Sweater last young. week. Sweater Young. Yeah. And apparently they've already been calling over there. Mm, you I bring like in another defensive end. Oh my gosh! Trade deadlines tomorrow at noon. I so know. I knew they weren't oh, going to be. Man. I knew they weren't going to be in the news about trade stuff going on right now because they their game. They're going to be more on the game right now. But I would be shocked if I didn't see the Lions pop in there trying to. Would get you someone. be disappointed? Uh, I think maybe. <laughs> I don't. I, that's hard because it's uh, what you don't always hear is how many like. Or if they were in a bidding war with someone and it just got too high. You don't always hear about that. Yeah. The only team no, you ever fair. really hear that does that is Green Bay, and that's just because they are always like, look, Aaron Rodgers, we tried to get someone over here, but we really didn't. You know? Right. I'd like to see the Lions go a, a little bit aggressive. Like maybe try and pick up a Brian Burns, uh, who is the Packers, I mean, the Panthers linebacker. It was exceptional, one of the best of potentially available linebacker, linebackers on the market. Or I would love to see them go for Mike Evans. Wow. Bringing a – I guess he'd be a wide receiver too. Really? He would be the one. He'd be the one. You put him at one? Yeah. Over a Mike Han? Evans is the greatest player the Buccaneers have ever had. Uh, well, that's it. Warren Sapp. <laughs> I think I'm curious to see who the Lions get. I'm honestly kind of excited about the trade deadline. Uh, I think that I think we're going to have a couple moves Don't here that are going to change. Don't forget last year, Christian McCaffrey was on that list. Yep. And he found his way over to a team that immediately utilized him. Oh, utilized the heck out of him. <laughs> That's utilized him the last 16 weeks Nobody in a row. Nobody lives in the end zone like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Um, of our biggest news, there's really only one that we really didn't hit on too big, and it is Denver beating Mahomes. How surprising was that to you guys? Mahomes' first loss to the Broncos. We joke about yeah. Rodgers owning the Bears. Like, that's nothing compared to Mahomes owning the Broncos. That's since, supposed to be a rivalry. <laughs> since September 17th, 2015, when Peyton Manning started and Alex Smith started for the Kansas City Chiefs, a span of 16 straight regular season games, the Broncos have beaten, have been beaten by the Chiefs. And that was broke yesterday. So I was stunned to see that score, especially stunned to see nine points from can, the Chiefs. I can kind of get, you know, nine points, though. Yeah. That's different. Like, I, I understand a divisional, like, falling apart, but nine points. And they were all in the first half. They didn't just they get, score any points in the second yeah, half. They didn't just get beat. They got, they got their, they got handed. I mean, they got it handed to them. They just miscue after miscue. Pretty, oh, what, yeah. happened? what happened? What happened? What happened? I just won my fantasy this week. It's time for Kyle's fantasy. The Lions just got three field goals, and I am up. Suck it! Yeah! Go down, Simon. (laughs) Suck it, Simon. Yeah. All right. I love you. Either way. No, Simon. Suck it. Either way. That was interesting. Also, um, what are we talking about? (laughs) Tannehill, I think, just found his replacement. We're going to get to that right here, right now, because my award... I have a weekly awards, guys. My award is the Eat My Words Award. <laughs> it's, it just goes to me uh, for talking crap about Will Levis. I, I talked about how long his neck was. 
for probably the last, like every time people brought him up, I just talked about how long his neck was. I thought long- that was Davis Mills. He has a longer neck, I'm pretty sure. If you look at it, he looks <laughs> oh, like a giraffe. He looks like a giraffe this. compared oh, to him. Yes. Will Levis yesterday had uh, four touchdowns. Three of them were to DeAndre Hopkins, which I know DeAndre Hopkins has had a couple touchdowns, but was I the only one that watched that game and thought, huh, they could have done that all year? Because mm. I didn't see DeAndre Hopkins open all I year. I watched the highlights, and I was like, huh. Hopkins is on the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we talked about that's where tight ends go I to die, and then he had three touchdowns. Forgot he was over there. Yeah. <laughs> Will Levis played great. I think, is this one of those, I was listening to somebody talk about it, it made sense. It's it's kind of like Bill Belichick isn't really a great uh, judge of quarterbacks. Like, he was willing to put in who before Tom Brady, and then he got injured, and he's like, oh, I knew he had him the whole time. I really trusted him. Tom Brady had trusted him in any system. Like, who's a Vrabel? <laughs> Say his name, Ian. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel? (laughs) (laughs) Every time Ian says the name, I just enjoy it. So Mike Vrabel basically had Tannehill and Malik Willis above him, and then they're like, "Eh, let's give him a shot. Then he throws four touchdowns. like, I totally had all the faith in him. He just, we're a good team. You know, they they counted us out. Keep counting us out. You weren't with us when we were losing. We don't want you over with it. So eating my words, uh, I was texting G throughout the entire game. Like, he came in. I'm like, ah, the bar's really low for being better than Tannehill and Malik Willis. And he's like, well, you better watch this. He's playing pretty good. All of a sudden, boom, 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 four touchdowns. I'm like, well, eating my words. So eating my words award goes to me. Yep. That's amazing. Kyle, do you got anything moderately interesting for us this week? Yeah, there's a couple things that I looked at. I wanted to do some, and, and this actually, I extracted some fun insights, you guys. I spent a little bit of time earlier today comparing where we're at at this point, right now in this season, the 2023 regular season, comparing this exact same moment a year ago uh, up through week, uh, whatever this is, week eight. Are we going to talk about the picks? No, no, oh, no I'm, okay, not looking, okay. I'm not looking at our picks. I'm just looking at the league. It's only asking because I'm winning. The team, Go ahead. The team's records and the standings. Um, so uh, here are some things that I discovered comparing where we were a season ago at this same stage. Do the, do the little harp thing, the little flashback in time. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's using her. That's using her soundboard. Right. If only uh, you would have told me it before the thing. So we wouldn't <laughs> have had that conversation. It would have been well produced. No, I love, I love how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, here are uh, the so the number of teams. I'm looking at the standings, okay? Looking at every division and how it's stacked up. Every division has four teams and you know there's one, two, three, four. Okay. I'm looking at the number of teams who are in the same position that they were last year and the number of teams that are in a different position. The breakdown is is close-ish to half. At this time, there are 14 teams in the league who are in the same position. And like they're, they were first last year. They're first this year. They were second last year. They're second this year. They're in the same spot. And eighteen teams were in a different position. So we're looking at not a lot of dramatic change uh, in that regard. Pretty close to half uh, are the same where they were. The there uh, take a guess how many teams at this stage in the season we've played. Uh, every team has played either like seven or eight games. How many teams in the NFL right now have the same record? Wow. That they had at this time last year. Take a guess. Seven. How many? Seven? You guess seven teams. I'll say yeah, it can't be that. Do you many. want over or under? I would go. Seven and a half is it. So do you want seven and lower or do you want eight and higher? 
I'm going to say lower. Lower hit, than seven. Hit me with it. One. Wow. wow. <laughs> Who's the one? The New Orleans Saints. Last year were four and four, and right now they're four and four. Whoa. Wow. The only team in the league that has the same record they had this time last year. They're consistently consistent. Every other what's team the, has a different what's record. What's the standard deviation on that? Like, how? what's the plus or minus? Let's talk here? a little bit about the swings. Okay. We're just going to uh, ignore that. <laughs> well, because it, it, it is related a little bit to... Uh, it's really it's related a little bit to where you're talking about. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Which teams had the big have had the biggest change in their record a year ago and their record today at this time? Lions. As I said, Lions, I said sure. 31 out of 32 teams have a different record. Who has the, the largest difference? And the Lions are number 1. Yeah. Ravens four and a half games. Yeah. Ravens? Um cuz at this time last year they were 1 and six, Ravens and now they're 5 and 2 or something like that. They're five um, and two currently. They were one and six, or yeah. maybe it was one and five uh, at this time. Um, and the number two team, it, do you want to guess? You don't have to guess. Cleveland. I'm nope. gonna say the Bills. Nope, it's the Giants. We have a four game difference. Huh. Wow. The Lions are yeah. Four they and were a half six game. and two last year. Now they're two and six. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Hmm. So those are the biggest differences. Everybody else is less. These are three or two or one. This game is moderately difference. interesting. Notable takeaways. I'm not. I'm not done. Actually, no. I just. <laughs> I just. It's started. a good. It's a good compliment to like. Like I feel like throughout the week, I try to say to people like that's moderately interesting. Yeah. And then I like walk away. I'm like, <laughs> was that a compliment or a passive aggressive just comment to them? Uh, that's so. what I expect. I expect nothing less from both. Thank you. Well, of the um, eight divisions that exist in this league. There is only one division which has the exact same uh, ranking. And that is the team in position one, two, three, and four are the same that oh, was in wow. those positions last year. One of the eight divisions the is exactly the same. NFC East. The NFC East. Good guess. The only difference was three and four were flipped. Last year, the Giants were above the Commanders. I'm going to go West. NFC West. You are correct. Wow. The West is Seattle the right now is in first place. I did Quietly, were. Seattle is in yes. first place. But yes. against my lock, the Baltimore Ravens. Next Last week. year, as you may recall, the Niners had kind of a shaky start to the season. They acquired Christian McCaffrey, switched to Brock Purdy, <laughs> turned it on, and finished strong. But at this point last season, Seattle was leading the division, followed by the Niners, followed by the Rams, and then the Cardinals. So they're the only division that's the same. By the way, potentially Kyler Murray could start next week. Do you see the reports about that? Very I curious. heard I heard he was throwing again. I He's thought. a full participant last week in practice. Fascinating. And they said Dobbs is out as starter, so it's either him or like some guy I've never ever heard of. <laughs> right. So I'm hoping they go with him for the sake of the viewers. Uh, another interesting uh, thing. We talked about the Jags. Last year, at this time, they were on a league-worst five-game losing streak at this exact time. Wow. This then year, they turned it on. Right now, they're on a league-best five-game winning streak. Wow. The exact opposite. The exact opposite. Look at them go. How about them Jaguars? That's pretty awesome. Can you imagine? League-worst five-game losing streak to league-best. Two years ago, Urban Meyer to streak. this. Yeah. Incredible. Let's look at the point differential differences. Because this... I bet the Dolphins is off the chain. I love this. Because I 
I suspect you guys are going to be a little bit off with some of your guesses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the best point differential. I've got the top three here. Dolphins. For last season. Oh. Who was one, two, and three last season? I think you should just give us last seasons and then see no, no, if we no, can I get. I want to guess at least oh, one Jesus. of them. Just, just get, be quick fun. with your guesses. Just be quick with your guesses. Well, Eagles. Bills. Eagles are number two. Bills are number one. There we go. All right. Let's get, Chiefs are number one. three. Okay. Last season. That's a, that's at this point in the season. Okay. This point in the season right now. Guess who they are. Uh, definitely the Dolphins. The Dolphins are not in the top three. They are number five. Wow, that's stunning to me. point differential. Baltimore. Baltimore is number two. Okay. Um, Dallas. Plus 81. Dallas. The Cows are number four plus 77. That's stunning. They beat, like, when they beat teams, they beat the dog crap yep. out of them. Um, oh. Cleveland. Nope. Lions. N- nope. <laughs> I'd stay Chiefs. Again. Nope. Not in the top five. My gosh. I don't know. Uh, Atlanta. Jaguars. <laughs> no, no. You're, Come you're on, on you this guys. trend with Jaguars. Houston. So. No. The Niners are number three at plus 78. Okay. Seattle. So just to, just to recap, and number two is the Ravens, number three is the Niners, number four is the Cows, and number five is the Dolphins. Number one is, again, the Bills. Wow. Plus That's kind 86. Of surprising considering they've been kind of slumping right now. Are they frauds? Or maybe you just don't know ball. Oh! Oh! Calling the Bills frauds with the best point differential two seasons in a row? Man. Yeah, how's that panned out for them? I mean, they beat the Raiders by 28, they beat the Commanders by 34, Ooh. and they beat the Dolphins by 28. Every other game is decided by five. Points. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. They blew out some bad teams. Yeah, like the Dolphins. No, the two other teams. Though. I'll tell you right here, right now, <laughs> I think it, that Dolphins game is just an aberration. And we're going to see that by the end of the year. How about the worst point differential? This point last season, the three with the worst? Jacksonville. Denver. No, neither. Last what? year. <laughs> we no. both just went oh, idiot. Yeah, you're talking about this. Last, last, last season, yeah, correct. Last correct. Arizona. No, no. Last this season. point last season. Not at the end of the season, but at this point last season. Okay, okay. I understand you're quiet. You're saying it another time. I understand I'm giving you it. time to guess. Chicago. No. Raiders. New England. No. Washington. No. I hate you. Uh, Vegas. J- j- no, not um, Carolina. Texans. No. no. It's just Carol- tell us. Just uh, tell us. We're stop. Stop, stop, stop. Just tell us. Just tell us. Number three, Rams. Number two, Lions. Number one, oh, Steelers. Damn. That hurts. For, that damn. hurts to go. Steelers by a lot. We're the worst up to this point in the season. Let's talk about this year. The worst teams in terms of points difference. Broncos. Not on the list. Giants. Not in the what? top five. Giants. Giants are number one. Yeah. Okay. And negative nine. They're ninety-two I, below. I'm tempted what? to say New England. They are number two. Wow. Hey, look, look at, at you. you. <laughs> Starting to get it over here. Um, Just keep looking at the teams over here to figure out who I would pick. After that, it's the Panthers, the Cardinals, and the Commanders. Okay, okay. Yeah, those teams have really bad point differentials at this point. It's moderately interesting. Moderately though. interesting. How about that? <sighs> Ian, do you got any rankings for us today? I do. And Some blind rankings where you tell us one thing and we have no idea what's coming next, but we have to rank it one through five. That's right. Now, this one, you might have somewhat of an idea what might come next. Oh. Because if you were... He's going to talk about Alvin and the chipmunks. <laughs> Which chipmunk? <laughs> Theodore. 
<laughs> if you watched any of the NFL games oh. this year thus far, but especially this weekend, we had some some Halloween costumes going on. Oh, oh. We had some Specifically, we had some throwbacks oh. going on. Yeah, you guys. I like this. I like this. Are you going to show them to us? Like, well, I haven't <laughs> seen any. I haven't seen a single one. All right. Well, I'm going to have to let you just with your computer that you have sitting in front of you. You're going to have to Google some of these. Okay. But we're I'll gonna, go first to filibuster for yeah, you, Kyle. We're, we're going to rank some of these throwbacks. Some of these we have seen so far. Some of them we have not seen, but you probably would know what they look like. Sure. Hit me with the first one. Let's go with the first one. They didn't happen this week, but the Lions got to play against it. The Creamsicles. Tampa <sighs> Bay with the Creamsicles. Four. I don't oh, like them. Oh, you don't like them? No. I don't really like Creamsicles in general either, so maybe that's why I don't like it. <sighs> yeah. Wait, is this like alternate uniforms or actual? No, these are throw. So they're alternate, but these are all throwback jerseys. Oh, I thought you were talking about like what players dressed up for as Hall- for Halloween. No, I said so- I literally said throwback jerseys. Ian, don't get mad at me. He wasn't listening. What number do you got? Sorry, there, I was trying to Google what all these players dressed up as. Miles Garrett did have a good Halloween costume, by the Some way. Terrell Patterson. He was the Joker. <laughs> right, the cream. Want to know how I got these scars? You remind me of my father. Preston Smith was Michael Myers. Okay, but. Play the game, yeah, Kyle, all right? right? Be moderately okay. interesting. The yeah. cream sickles, I, like, I don't know. I'll go five. Wow, least favorite. Is that a favorite of yours or something? I No, I just like them more. Okay. Hey, this was the second one. This one I loved, and I loved it because of the fact oh that they took the name with it, the Oilers. Oh, uh, I like that mm-mm. one. They were very sharp looking. Five. Two. What? Five because it needs to stay in Houston. Houston but, Texans should have that. I understand the principle that they were – the Titans, screw that. Give it to Houston. What? Just a uh, super new franchise. I would love for them to have like, oh, we're also the Houston Oilers. That's my take on it. Mm. All wow, right. interesting. I got three, two, and one left. Hit me with it, Ian. The Pittsburgh Bumblebees. Uh, oh, three, one, one. Yeah, I, I, one. You might regret that. Dang it. I think okay. you're gonna regret that. All right, whatever. Hit us. Whatever. The Packers Acme jerseys. Uh, two. Four. I actually really... Wait, did I already use four? <laughs> I don't know. Three. <laughs> nope. You have two left. Okay. I really like and the I have Packers number one left. Acme one. Yeah. They're okay. They're all right. And then the last one that I have... I have two written down. I hope, we'll that, do... I hope that you give me the one that... I've been holding out number one, hoping that I get it. I'm going to look at... Look at the Seahawks, baby. Let's yeah. go! Seahawks. That's pretty good. You oh, had to mention it because two. they did wear the full... The this... full throwback the sleeves too that's what i yeah. like the most about those it was sleeves very good now technically napoleon dynamite i love your sleeves miami did wear throwbacks but they had the throwback logo yeah yeah, yeah. i did like that but it's not as like fun or interesting. you know what i want i want those orange uniforms the lion that the uh dolphins wore back in the day when like they oh, had ronnie wow. brown and ricky williams running the wildcat they had a sick orange jersey I would always put on when I played Madden with the Dolphins. Another one that I didn't mention, but they did play with them already this year, the Eagles Kelly Greens. Uh, those were beautiful. And the like the very, swag that they had, and they changed they okay. the... I very they were good right. looking. Very good looking. Oh, I, I think they were beautiful. Like I, I love the logo for it. I love that they changed it over the 50-yard yeah. line. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I liked it. Uh, you guys talked a little bit about your fantasy league because Kyle's winning his game now because of some field goals, right? 
Yeah, that's right. Lions are kicking field goal after field goal. Put me on yep. top. And uh, I just won you mine. You like to be on top? Well, I'll take it. I just won mine as well, as Josh Jacobs just got a touchdown. I love so. I love that Ian. Mm, I, I also won mine, for the <laughs> well, record. I was a little cheeky. What's your guys' record so far, by the I, way? I will be 5-3 and three with this win. Kyle, yeah. how about yourself? Uh, I'm about to be 5-3 and three as well. Whoa, a little five, two 5-3s five well. cutting it up, huh? Pretty well. I, uh, I was a little cheeky with my win because uh, my opponent failed to notice two things. One, they didn't have a defense in, so that's kind of like defense doesn't always get you points, but sometimes. Yeah. So that one is whatever. Starts you off at 10, though. But. <laughs> it does help. They failed to sub out David Montgomery. Ah, uh, that, that doesn't feel like truly a win that, like, I your know. team but basically I got, played against somebody who was inept. If I beat by them. Who are you playing? I don't know. Brack Daddy. Oh, Braxton. Is that Braxton? Mm-hmm. Oh, Braxton. But Come on, dude. I was a little cheeky, and Let's hear he why. had the option. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I'm watching Gibbs do that. Yeah. He had the option. For those of you at home, Gibbs did something, apparently. To, uh, first down. Yeah, he got a first down. That's he had the option to what? He had the option to, if he wanted to, he could have picked up Craig Reynolds, who's on the lines, who's the backup to Gibbs right now. He could have picked him up and put him in his lineup. And if he got maybe like five or six points, might have actually been able to do just enough. Has he done anything? Uh, He's done a couple. A couple plays. Could have potentially given him enough points to keep me at play. But what'd you do? But I took him off the waivers just in case. (laughs) That's for you, sir. Good. A little cheeky in there. I didn't plan on using him. Wow. He's still got that first. Oh, my god! But he's not being used by him, so smart move by you. I love, love, love the thinking there. Let's let's move on to our must-watch game of the week. Guys, we have four of them. I'm going to challenge you. We haven't talked about this yet. Each of us is going to pick one. I want three sentences as to why it's the must-watch game. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm going to start us off. Dallas and Philly. Will Dak choke? Which, which is better, the offense for the Cowboys or the defense for the Eagles? And finally, will there be another tush push fumble? Ooh, that's right. They did. How that. about you, Ian? Hit me with one. I'm three sentences. Is the first sentence? The nope, one doesn't count. Once you announce the game, three then three okay, sentences. Okay, okay, okay. I gotta play Rock, this paper, out. scissors, go, go. Miami versus Cleveland. Versus Kansas City. Versus oh yeah, Miami right. versus Kansas well, I don't know City. Why I said- <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland on Miami the mind. Miami versus uh, the said Chiefs. One, first person ever. Dolphins versus the Chiefs. Uh, Big test for both teams. Will Mahomes be back to normal? Mm-hmm. And Taylor Swift, will she be there? Wow, in <laughs> Germany. Nice. Yeah. Deutschland. Yeah. Oh, it's I in like Germany. It. Maybe I, I should like mention it. Germany. That'd be great if Taylor Swift was there. She Do you, is going to be her tour over in Europe. Give me a yes or no on this real quick. Tyreek Hill MVP? A.J. Brown MVP? AJ Brown MVP. Yeah, those guys are definitely in the conversation. Tyreek Hill has the fastest to a thousand yards ever for any player. Right. So they're on pace to set records if they keep I, this up. AJ Brown right now is averaging ten catches and 125 yards receiving and a touchdown in the last six games. I First would, player in NFL history. I would just really love a non-quarterback to win it to really just make the award not feel so predictable all the time. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, give us your must-watch week, must-watch game with three sentences. I am so excited to watch Seahawks Ravens, two teams ahead of their divisions. 
my two favorite quarterbacks in the NFL, hands down. These guys are playing really special football right now. And uh, <laughs> he doesn't know the rules. It was three sentences. Oh, yeah. oh three sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to our Sorry. predictions. Well, the only, to listen to you or the last game like, does God forbid you're well. God forbid you're. The last game well does produced. worth warrant a conversation. Buffalo versus Cincinnati. These two teams. Last time they met, they had to call that game off very early. Wow. Wow. Demar Hamlin's injury. Right. Demar Hamlin's injury. Right. So you know that game is going to have a lot of spots. Where's it at? I think it's in Cincinnati. Okay. Which would be. Where that happened. Yeah, right. that's why so I was curious. Maybe yeah. it's not in Cincinnati then? I'd have to look. Let's move on to our predictions, our locks of the week, the team that we guarantee will win. I have Baltimore over Seattle. I know you're just talking about being a good game. I think be, uh, I think Baltimore is going to show out. Ian, who do you got your for your lock of the week? Uh, maybe risky. I'm taking the Browns over Arizona. Putting your trust in the Browns. What would you do if Kyler Murray just says, and now I'm playing, and then he plays his first game? You know how good Kyler Murray is at the beginning of the season. This is the beginning of his season, technically. I think the Browns' defense is legit. I think they're legit. Okay. Kyle, how about you, lock of the week? The Saints are going to destroy the Bears. They're going to win? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's correct. The Bears aren't going to lose. Okay. Our upset of the week. Let me hear your upset, Kyle. I want you to start us off this, this segment. For your upset. Uh, Don't get mad about it. Just get upset. Uh, let's see. I'm going to just go with the Rams upsetting the Packers. Oh. Wow. oh. Potentially no Stafford. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Ian, will you hit us with yours? Miami over Kansas City. I'm feeling a little bit of Miami heat going on. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with Tennessee in that long neck beating Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. You said that your upset was who again, Kyle? The Rams over the Packers. The Packers. Wow, it's crazy to think the Packers are favored by three points. I had to double-check that. Yeah. Um, Any other news we need to share before the the end of the We didn't really talk about this, but the Eagles are going to be an interesting team to watch over the next six games. Let's hear the schedule. Cowboys, Chiefs, (coughs) Bills, Niners, Sheesh. Cowboys again, and Seahawks. Do they have a buy anywhere in there? Jeez. I don't. I'd have to look. I, they could just be right in order. But I saw that and I was like, "That is a hell of a schedule coming up." That isn't pretty incredible. They're Gosh. six. They're what seven and one right now. They're seven and one. Then they might not. I oh, if they run that gauntlet after they play the Cowboys this upcoming week, they have a buy. Okay. Before they play the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, if they run that gauntlet. Wow. <laughs> but honestly, I don't think you want to run that gauntlet in the NFL. Like, that is it kind of be okay if they blew two games and may, to be honest, I don't think Hurts is playing that well. I think he's injured. I think and it's never apparent on the field. It's always apparent if you ever watch him walk to the sideline. He's just yeah. in pain. So, that's definitely a good team to keep an eye on. Anything from you, Kyle? No. All right. We want to thank you for listening to The Point After. We want to thank you for sending your questions, your hot takes, your thoughts. We want to thank you for sending this to your friends, your family, your coworkers, your enemies. Sending it to everybody. We appreciate you. We hope that you have a great week. And remember, stay safe and have a good one.